All right. So we watched a film, uh, Food Fight, which is going to be both of you to call audio. it a film, legally a film. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Big it's screenplay. technically a movie. Um, it had a budget, oh. so uh, we're going to play a game here, Ilion. Fuck. What was that budget? <laughs> How much did they I'm spend the on this? That doesn't know, right? Yes, you both looked it. Okay. Yes. Um, it was in development hell for 10 years. It's got a lot of voice actors. $25 million. Far too low. Too low. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is not far too low. Yeah, you don't dog. understand. That is yeah, not no, far that's, too low. That's, that's too low. Awesome. Yeah, no. All right, keep going. Keep going. What do we got? $50 million. Right in the range. No, God, that's you're getting closer. That, yeah. You're getting closer. Is it more? <laughs> no, no, it can't be. <laughs> Blakes, you can't tell me it's more than 50. Oh, it's more, yeah. Keep going. Is this Jack and Jill level? Okay, 65. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, 65 million. Okay. Now, right. how, much, how much money did they make? In the box office. In yeah, the what's box the box office, office returns what's on this 65 million? Wait, there there can't be a box office return. Did it get a theatrical release? Oh, it got a theatrical release. Yes. Oh fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> Where? I don't. I think this box office number might just be like all of the sales of this film total for yes, what it's worth. Sure. All right. Where are we at? One hundred thousand dollars. Closer than you'd expect. Closer but than too you high. Think. Too high. That's <laughs> high. <laughs> to be fair, I also thought that was high for how much movie this money should make. How much money this movie should make? I okay. So like I don't know, fifty, seventy, seventy-three. Holy shit, seventy-three k. Welcome to Rough Cuts, everyone. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. His name was Dexter, a great detective. And with his pal, their devil Dan, he would always get his man. But when she vanished, he was a failure. So he stopped being a sleuth, because he couldn't find the truth. So we have a special guest here today. We have our friend Ty Tuesday. Hi, they bring me for the good movies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had Ty Ty here for our last Charlie Sheen dog movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. All Dogs Go to Heaven too. So we had to bring him back for the next Charlie Sheen dog movie. Yeah, this is a this is a very dog character forward movie, isn't it? Like this is maybe the rough most rough of rough cuts. He's always on yep. screen. Yeah, there, there is a dog yeah. on screen ninety percent of the time. They don't lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I I want to apologize to you a little bit here, Ty. In that, like normally we try and save the ones that we think will be real stinkers for just Boyks and I, and not bring special guests on. Uh-huh. But I specifically was like, 
ah, Ty can handle this kind of thing. It's on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> For what it's worth, I, it, I, it, it's given me some closure because I've seen Food Fight and I've heard Food Fight separately on separate occasions. And now I get the cumulative experience of Food Fight all at once. And uh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> as good wow. as you imagined. Uh, somehow, somehow having seen both halves separately, I still think that was the preferable experience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so Food Fight is a fully animated film. Well, uh, okay. no, well, no, no, let me... no, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, no, it isn't. It's a CG I, saw, movie. I saw that dog drop out of a plane and like T-pose the whole way down. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay, it's a CG movie. Let's go with that. It's 90 minutes in yes. length. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even say it's a movie. It's a 90 minute in length CG thing. Yes. It's a creation of 90 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now it was made by a Threshold Digital Research Labs, which is the same company that did the Mortal Kombat movie animation at least for the really awful looking reptile <laughs> if you've ever seen that it looks fucking terrible <laughs> literally the worst part of that movie uh they also did annihilation and then a couple other random films up until food fight which was supposed to come out in like 2002 but they lost all of their footage because their hard drives got stolen <laughs> so they ended up like redoing everything mocapping all the new characters again just to try and get it done and then it sat in, like, release hell from 2003 to 2011. You say mocap. I don't feel like they mocapped anybody. I mean, they, they did. The issue is they mocapped, like, an average human and then put it yeah. on a weird naked <clears throat> hamster model that's like a little it's orb. True. So it all looks oh so God. bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they mocapped for this. They did mocap. They mocapped because, because it yeah. was faster. And th yeah. the only way mocapping is faster is if you do the mocapping and then do no adjustment in post. Yeah, you and just you just take those, slap it in, and go. All right, let's ship it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do want to point out that Fellowship of the Ring came out in two thousand one, and they mocapped Gollum for that. <laughs> and holy shit, it's it's surprising like how incompetent the filmmakers were for this, but. If I, if there's a little bit of background to that, mm -hmm. by the way. Uh, the director, uh, I didn't write down his name, but he... Uh, Lawrence Ka Kaz Kastner? No, uh, Lawrence something like Kasanov? That, yeah. Kasanov. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Oh, you mean one of the voice actors? Yeah, who's also in the film. Lawrence yes. Kasanov, yes. Yeah, that's who it was. Uh, he fundamentally did not understand the difference between live action and animation by the way, uh, and he would tell the animators to do retakes and and to just hmm. make it 30% better and quote-unquote more awesome. That was his direction for this film. Oh, nice. So he was like a tech bro boss. Just yeah. being like, yeah, can we just get the graphics on stage 3 tightened up a little bit? Thank you. With say, no direction. <laughs> and it shows. It shows. Up the graphics guy. Uh huh. But, oh, that there are scene... definitely some scenes where yeah. uh, they sure did put more elements in the scene multiple times, largely by copy pasting. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> or well, that looks JPEG. like I like, imagine they only had like ten on screen, and then he came in. He's like, "Oh, can you make it like thirty percent more?" So they just copy pasted thirty percent more. <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, that's great." <laughs> like, come on. 
Lawrence Kasanov, also famous for founding Lightstorm Entertainment with James Cameron. <laughs> what? Yes. How? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not joking. That's that's what? a real so thing. Should Should we go into the plot? The plot? I say with tremendous finger quotes of this movie. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I just want to really quickly mention yeah. that Lightstorm Entertainment is the one that has done the productions on Terminator Two, Titanic, Avatar. <laughs> So that that has a connection to all of these. There is a one degree of separation between ti- Titanic, Terminator, and Avatar. And, yeah. And so I guess the film starts, we're introduced to uh, Dex Dog Detective, aka Charlie Sheen, uh, on top of an air balloon fighting a rat and some naked hamsters, I guess. I don't um, know what the point is. But... Good detail about Dex Dog Detective that is super relevant for the entirety of the film is his jacket is like super well textured and like mm-hmm. looks like mm-hmm. good and has decent shaders on it. Yes. Um, Dex in general is like not not a good character model by any stretch, but like not a ter- not god awful like a lot yeah. of the rest of them. Yeah. Um, but when he stands next to other characters. It really does, like, you're like, oh, that texture didn't load in. Oh, no, that was, that's what you went with. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, this scene not being an exception. It literally happens frame one when those awful naked hamsters mm-hmm, are on mm-hmm. the balloon with him. Oh. Like, I can tell they put more effort into that model because they were expecting it to be on screen longer. But then they kept bringing back the shitty models later. <laughs> like, they didn't, they didn't commit to anything. The French cheese man is one of the hideous... There's a texture yeah. problem on there a lot is. of the characters yeah. in this film. There's a lot of really, really hideous skin conditions on a it, lot of different characters. The only thing it was missing was the Doom fire texture. Really. Like, yeah. if you know what I'm talking about, it's the blue and red fire thing that shows up mm-hmm. in all the shitty Doom ones. <laughs> all the worst ones. Um, but yeah, so they're fighting on top of there just to introduce our character, who is a a dog detective superhero who can save cats that rotate around in a basket without moving. <laughs> they didn't even animate it. Yeah, so we get a high action scene of kung fu hairless ham- he calls them hamsters i don't i thought they I, were I think pigs. they're supposed to be they're... i think they're supposed to be like naked mole rats yeah but i have no idea what they're supposed to be he calls them yeah. hamsters so they fight I- i'm going to call them hamsters because that's what the movie calls them so they're hamsters mm-hmm. i don't know he and canonically obviously hamsters love cheese so he pulls out a cheese and throws it off and they all just fall off after the cheese the thing that you would do he pops the air balloon, yeah. does a nice T pose, and they pull the model slowly through the scene. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they just drag it. Yeah. They just drag it through the scene, and then he. Does he just. How does he fall? Does he land in the plane? He just fucking lands on there? his feet. Does he just land on the ground? Yeah, okay. To a I crowd of people. Yeah. Right. I couldn't remember exactly how that ended. I'm like, he didn't have a parachute or anything. I think that he just does a landing. Uh, and then his friend is a Daring Dan. The Wayne Brady chocolate uh, chip. Daredevil Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daredevil Dan. Okay. Daredevil Dan shows up crying chocolate tears, I guess, because they really need to make sure you know he's black. Yeah, there, there's like, like a lot of like weird 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like just different coding of ethnic groups and races across this film. And it always sucks. <laughs> it always sucks. Like, do, do you think they do a Chinese stereotype? You bet. You think they do a black stereotype? You bet. Jewish stereotype? You, you bet, bet, man. Yeah, it's, it's there. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone's here. Da, 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 da. They even have they even have an Italian stereotype that is a moose for God, some reason. Right. I forgot. Yeah, the they moose. do. Yeah. Why is it a moose? French stereotypes. Wanna... Like it was made by an old white guy. You can tell. Like I just want to. Wow. I'm not going to go into it any further than this, but it sucks exactly as much as I'm going to say it. Um, there is a character named Kung Tofu. There you go. <laughs> that's yeah. enjoy. Yeah. That that that's what, what you get. So, uh, Dex Dog Detective goes out on a date with his girlfriend Sunshine Goodness, who is a cat girl from a different game slash movie. <laughs> well, yeah, she's from she, Second Life. Yeah, yeah she looks life. like a Second Life model. Um, yeah. She is apparently the brand mascot for detergent, but also detergent, raisins. Yeah. Like it's conf yeah, there's like some yeah. confusion what she exactly is a mascot of. Also, I think this is where they mention the uh the, the brand, the the like the product mascots are called Ikes, which Ikes, yes. Um yeah. so they're called Ikes because they're brand icons and they think icon shortened would be ike that's literally it it's the dumbest thing so basically the core conceit of this film is uh the whole concept of toy story where like when all the humans are out of the room the toys all come to life except it's when all the humans are out of the supermarket the brands come to life but also sometimes when they're in the market and they're also sometimes they're not in the supermarket they're in some mm -hmm. like facsimile of the market which is just a city <laughs> like yes. it's just a yeah. city and uh, sometimes they go into the liminal space in the freezer aisle that just yeah, yeah, what? a snow mountain and what? sometimes sometimes they have day for night in their animated film <laughs> their animated movie. Yeah. one and of the most baffling shots i've ever seen and, they, and you saying the director that? didn't know the difference between live action and animated like legitimately makes a lot of sense they literally just like slap mm -hmm. a blue filter over a shot and it's like you realize you have control over the light sources right yeah <laughs> no they can but no they yeah. just data night the shot it's so bad and the sometimes day? it's day and the and all the brand mascots are going and having a war through the aisles but there's no people in the store anymore like, because that they don't one need them. battle takes place over like four day night cycles it's ridiculous. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, there's no time. There's no sense of time or location or scale or anything. <laughs> it's so. It, it really does feel like a film that was supposed to, for some godforsaken reason, be like yeah. three hours and ends up being slammed into 90 minutes. But, uh. Yeah. Oh. I can't imagine this film being longer. <laughs> but they, they introduce no. us to a clipboard man from Brand X. Who is going to take over the supermarket with his generic brand and ruin all these other brands' reputations so they get put on clearance aisle instead because generic brand X way better than I Hawaiian punch, I guess. Yeah, I wanna point out here, so this is there's two things that I want to make clear yeah. here. A, our Dex dog detective is Charlie Sheen. Wayne yes. Grady is Daredevil Dan. Hilary Duff is Sunshine Goodness, the cat yes. girl wife. 
and Christopher Lloyd is Mr. Clipboard. I just, I need to point out who the actors are for this because this thing is such an unreal pile of shit and it's incredible to point out who actually acts them because it, I mean, you know who else is in this movie? So Jerry Stiller, which we were talking Cor- about before. Cloris Leachman? <laughs> Academy Award winner, Cloris yeah, Leachman. Ed, Ed Asner, which makes sense. And of course, Chris Kattan. <sighs> yeah. Of course. I mean, again, th- they raised a ton of money for this movie. Like, yeah. they went to every yeah. brand and said, money, please. We're going to make a movie for your brands. Who's the villain? generic brands and then all the board members nut simultaneously and <laughs> said, nut. here's 20 million dollars except, <laughs> except for chester cheetah who slowly zips his pants up and leaves <laughs> the one smart brand. when chester cheetah is the wise one in the room you know you have made a mistake <laughs> and little debbie also left like and count chocula is like oh no i'm good I had a really hard time figuring out which of these were real brands and which of them weren't because I just don't. I guess that I don't know brands enough, which I'm very yeah. proud of. Honestly, watching yeah. this, I was like, Ooh. I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I think American media in particular had like the assault of brand commercials to just a much higher degree on average. Like, let's say so. you're a board member and you're pitching this film for sixty-five million dollars to companies. They were the pitching only, more than this film, no, and the only and a tent, but the only. <laughs> And obviously they're pitching a tent. There's so much fucking innuendo in this film. But also, yeah. the only market you can sell this to is, guess what? America. It's all American brands. Where do you yeah, sell this yeah, fucking that's... movie? Good. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> like, were they going to digitally removing... replace them? How? Yeah. Speaking of them removing Count Chocula and replacing yeah. them with uh, Vlad Chakul, um, can we talk about briefly... Why did yeah. they gay code Count Chocula? <laughs> what, <laughs> what led we, to that decision? We all know that Count Chocula fucks, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a mm-hmm. given. But I don't know I why just assumed all vampires code. are bi. I guess I was wrong yeah, in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I thought. But I mean, it's clear that Booberry and Frankenberry are, but... <laughs> it's just so weird, too, because they, like... They play it as, like, an awkward <laughs> joke thing, which, of course, you know, yeah. homophobia, why not? Ha, but, like, it, yeah. they, like, don't lean in enough to make it, like, a kid's movie joke, but they lean in enough that it's, like, I'm uncomfortable with this. I, I'm starting <laughs> to realize yes. that the the potato ship captain was probably supposed to be Captain Crunch, also. Oh, I, I think some of the, the more generic like things were supposed to be like they put them in like look this could be your brand and then they yeah. said no <laughs> we do yeah. also hit the marvel right. disney problem as well yeah. where um they refuse to show any of the brands getting That's, injured yeah. or doing yes. anything like violent or anything so there's always these weird voids where you won't see any real brands for like 10 minutes and then you'll see mr clean in the background of 45 shots in a row yeah, Mr. Clean shows nope. up so much in this movie. I was going I was going to mention that. That was the other thing that I was going to mention about yeah. the brands when I was saying, like, oh, I needed to mention the actors. Because in the scene when Mr. Clipboard comes in, he grabs a brand off the shelf and stomps on it. And the store owner's like, no. Oh, God, the brand. And like, no one, brand no one got chips. to enjoy these chips. chips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
that's, and that's the way it was done. Yeah. Immediately, I was like, oh, okay, so that's not a real brand because no brand would actually allow themselves to be harmed. And yeah. like, yeah. And yeah. then immediately, I looked at it and I'm like, oh yeah, this is some like generic, just as like kettle chips, and there's no yeah. branding on it. And like, yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's one of those. You can't have. You can't have the Vlasic uh, duck stork thing or whatever. If, if they actually, beheaded you know. the Vlasic pickle stork. <laughs> <laughs> this movie would be way better I, throwing that out there I don't disagree if they had actually kept all the brands this movie would be way yeah. more interesting but yeah. it's not like just just impale the fucking Hawaiian punch man I'm not asking for much <laughs> come on they have him in here so. <laughs> oh, oh man step right. on Mr. a twinkie anything Mr. Clipboard comes in and then Mr. Clipboard's animation is also real incredible. They have it's very good. They have some strong animations, if you can call it that, for a yeah. lot of these. Uh, as Ty was saying, most of a lot of the animations are just smear frames. <laughs> like they just kind of resize stuff instead of actually animating it. And a lot of the models just kind of they end up being weird, stretchy puppets that do incredibly unrealistic and like bone-breaking horror things they're all right yeah, and, and forks you mentioned that this was supposed to originally be animated in the style of like looney tunes like that was Correct. the initial pitch they wanted to and, spear frame looney tune it yeah yeah and, and like there's one character in particular the one that is voiced by lawrence kasanoff the uh director Cheesel T. Weasel, who is perpetually wet. <laughs> they made yes. a weasel character who is yeah. perpetually wet, and there are so many times where his model distorts, or like the FOV gets screwy around him, or his head just gets huge, and it sucks to look at. Man, it really sucks. Like, like they did everything 3D... else in the film is mocapped human movement in some way. Yeah. And then this fucking weasel. <laughs> it, it like moves like Looney Tunes combined with the ring in yeah, a lot of situations. Yeah, There's a part where it like clings to the wall and is like climbing along the wall. And I'm like, this is a rejected <laughs> horror animation. <laughs> like, yeah. it, you, the only way that you can describe some of Cheezle T. Weasel's movements is skittering. <laughs> like yes. it yes. skitters across like the roof at various points. I was going oh, to mention man. that you called one of the characters a ring character, and there's a few of them that kind of move like that at various points. You could recut some of those scenes to horror music and it would look right. For sure. Oh yeah. For sure. But yeah, you can only describe this weasel as slick. <laughs> I <think>. Yeah. <laughs> But back back to the plot. So uh, Sunshine Goodness goes missing for no reason in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like this is a common problem in this film is yeah. they like forget to do plot points and mm -hmm. then just go to the next scene and they're like, oh, I can't believe plot point happened. And it's like, why did you not show that? <laughs> yeah. So we're then taken to uh, Dex Dog Detective and Pals going to the Copa Banana Club, which is the Casablanca Club. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Oh, I want to point out that that sounds like a joke. It's not no. a joke. It's no. not. They... they just go to the Casablanca Club where the California Raisins are playing. Yep. There's uh, so much <laughs> in this movie that we just got to be quiet on. Yep. It's just, yeah. That's uh, and then and then the horniest detergent mascot that has ever been invented walks in, and every single mascot wants to bone this detergent. At the same time, 
I hate the amount of times they implicate the brand's fuck. <laughs> which <laughs> they, is like a lot all, in They this all movie. get together and fuck, except Mr. Clean. Yeah. He's the only one. Mr. He Clean, who is clearly a Puritan. Yeah, get, <laughs> I mean, Mr. Clean gets filthy, but on his own time. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want to do it with anybody else. You don't want to be in Mr. Clean's dungeon for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, so she asks out Wayne Brady character, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Daredevil Dan, uh, and they leave the club because she loves chocolate. Great. And then Daredevil Dan goes missing. So then Dexdog Detective's like, I really failed finding Sunshine Goodness. I fucked that up, and I spent like three minutes looking for her, but I'm not going to give up on my friend Dan. <laughs> yeah, they have a whole scene of him just being, oh man, you know, I I only spent 30 seconds looking for my uh, hot cat girl wife, but yeah. I should probably spend a little more time looking for my friend, I guess. There is a part, by the way, after uh, Sunshine Goodness uh, goes missing. And this is very easy to miss because it's mentioned once and then they just go past it. And time is already super fake in this movie and the timelines make no sense. It's six months that passes between the first scene and the second scene. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, six months pass. He didn't find her. The end. Five hundred successful cases. I was going to mention that. It's six months of movie time, but it's like ten seconds real time. Yeah, because the scene where she disappears, what yeah. happens is, is he's going to propose to her, but Daredevil Dan is flying his plane and distracts her. Daredevil Dan tries a loop-de-loop and crashes, and she goes, oh, I should check and make sure he's okay. And she walks away, and then he goes, hmm, I should go after them. And he stands up and walks out, and then he sees Daredevil Dan, and he goes, where's Sunshine? And they go, I don't know. No! And then it's just next scene six months later. <laughs> but you forget... Okay, you say next scene six months later, but the way this movie does transitions is literally just cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's just a hard cut transition every transition with no oh yeah no, no they setup don't say shot. six six months later yeah. or show anything. They just there's suddenly... no establishing shots in this movie. Yeah, the only reason why we know no. that is because they mention it in conversation where he's like, "Well, yeah. I've been looking for her for six months," and it's about ten minutes later that he says it. So, and they right. passively like try to also implicate that he has like a drinking problem with mm-hmm. milk yeah, at this point. True. Um, but again, they don't. I'd say with what he's drinking, it is a problem. Yes. Yeah, they also <laughs> just don't give enough time to like any of these little side elements they try to do. It's agonizing. So I anyway, I just glossed over yeah. what I was trying to do. No, I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm oh, are that. we talking about the dog cum? <laughs> so, so Dex Dog Detective is back in his in his uh, office drinking a mug of cum. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he drops the mug and all the cum spills on the floor. It is and, like liquid physics the... on par with if you've ever seen the video Hot Chocolate High Velocity where uh, like a nozzle just sprays out yeah. brown fluid. It's that. It's that. No, and it, it's the same mug that John Arbuckle drinks from, so you know what it is. <laughs> and 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 then uh, the hot detergent lady comes in and just starts talking about wanting to fuck them. Just, I just want to fuck you, over and over. You're not wrong about I, this. I. It's no. very explicit for a kids' film. And how I, I much wrote it down a uh, tango fuck for this scene. Because that's what they do. Is this the yeah. thing where she starts 
punch kicking everything in her room. Yeah, she's breaking everything in the room while they're yeah. dancing. And also, like, they're having a discussion to move the plot forward of Dex being like, hey, yeah. I know y'all are up to some shit. I know you aren't on the level. And she just keeps replying with, yeah, but, like, you want to bone down? <laughs> <laughs> But she's yeah. got like a nice, you know that she's innocent because she has a huge wall of knives. <laughs> she oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If we didn't mention it, by the way, all the Brand X stuff is like overtly Nazi coded, like as right. hard as oh, possible, yes. like yes. doing the walk and all that. Yeah, it, it's real egregious. They have to make sure, you know, generic brands are bad and evil and only yeah. tr- only trust also, your favorite brands please if generic brand ever won then the entire land of brand would be over your whole life would end how would you ever get by without brands oh my god this sorry movie... you just described utopia on twitter uh-huh <laughs> yeah this movie is like the fever nightmare of that those people on Twitter that were like, look, I went to socialist Cuba and the shelves are empty. There's only one brand for things. And it's just like full shelves, but there's not 12 different brands of, you know, ravioli canned. It's, oh no, the apocalypse. (laughs) Like it frames it that way. But as she's knocking him out, because she she hits him during the tango fuck uh, and knocks him out to take him prisoner or something. Uh, and, and she says, like, we could have been pals. We could have been, like, you know, I could, like Garfunkel yeah. and Oates. We could have been, like, like scotch and tape. <laughs> Which, those are not two things. Th- those that's, aren't, that's, that's one, one thing. thing. <laughs> Lady, that's one thing. That's, that's oh. not two at all. Yeah, what the I want to say, when she's talking about, when we're talking about, like, the things that she's saying and how it, explicit it is... Um, for example, like Daredevil Dan at one point, like how sexually explicit all this is, he mentions mm. that he's going to give her his chocolate frosty. Correct. And like she says things like, Oh, I'm detergent, you wanna rub one out with me? Like she's like it's like, wait, what? Like it's it really is that much like, like it, it just it's goes past there. innuendo and just straight straight dirty talk. <laughs> yes. <sighs> It's it's weird, uh, but so she knocks him out and takes him to her uh, dryer dungeon. Right. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Well, um, she's detergent, I guess. So. But, yeah. That, but that's... that's not detergent. That would be a uh, uh, like a dryer sheet. That's different than detergent. That's what doesn't sure. make sense. I mean, shouldn't have been a washing machine, but they didn't, they, they didn't know how to look, animate water. So I'm not one to complain about inconsistent scale in a CG yeah. film based off of Toy Story, but like your comment of liminal spaces is like so <laughs> accurate. Cause like here as well, it's like the concept of a dryer, but also it's like super huge. It would be like the size of a house. It, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh-huh. really confusing. Like, they're in a drum. There's a bunch of fire behind them, and I guess that's dangerous or bad. I guess, somehow. yeah. It also has red lighting. Like there's like red light bulbs all around the inside of the dryer, which made me not realize it was a dryer for a long time. Because I was like, "Where are they?" That it's got all these red light bulbs lined up around it. Like there's just strips of red light bulbs inside the dryer. Right. It's. Everything is a weird, frightening liminal space where si- sense and scale and everything just don't matter. Like, 
earlier in the the punch fight scene, she's like knocking over a bird cage, and it's mm. a normal sized bird cage until she hits it when it becomes the size of a house <laughs> instantly. It just changes yeah, size. Yeah, and the cage is animated, and the birds just go from being inside of it to on the layer on top of the cage, yes. and then fly yes. away. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have I have a, a funny tidbit for you. Uh, most, if not all, of the animators of this film removed this from their resume. <laughs> that's a that's a fact. That's not a joke. I can't imagine why. <laughs> so they grab onto a sock and yeah. go, "Oh, like that's that's how you get out. You always lose one in a pair." And they but fly they out of the dryer, but, I guess. So if they're in the dryer with clothes, why is there literally only one sock in there? They didn't even. They needed to animate more things. They couldn't it's, animate more things. You have to understand. It's a mushi. It's like a remnant spirit of a sock that's been there in the <laughs> oh, past. It, okay. It's a it's a wandering soul of a sock. It pops that just in and out of to, existence. It, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Depending on if it's needed, it's a quantum ghost of a sock. It's, <laughs> it's like when you try to plug in a USB stick and you flip it and then you flip it back. And Until it works. you look at it, mm-hmm. and, or flip it twice, it's a quantumly wrong yeah. on both sides. Yeah, a yeah, superpositional sock. Yeah. yeah, much as the way that the dryer is a liminal space, this is. A, <laughs> I feel like sock. we're getting very philosophical about this. This sock <laughs> also exists in a liminal space. This is yeah. Fuck. So they these they are break the ideas out. of a thing, not actually the thing. They break out, but now that our Nazi detergent is mask off, uh, she. Div- <laughs> She talks to her lizard man Nazi, Jesus Christ, um, Captain, uh, about... Jerry Stiller. Yeah, about solving their problem of taking over the world with Gen X by pinning the bad things that they're doing on everybody. So she's just going to literally frame everybody it, for everything it rocks. that they do. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> rocks. Because what they're doing is they're like... All right, we're going to kill a bunch of the yeah. sugar cereals and then we're going to dump them in the toothpaste aisle so that people think toothpaste did it because they hate him. Yeah. And like, he turns back and he's like, well, should we frame anyone else for anything? And she's just like, frame everybody, which I love. I love the concept yeah. of, fuck yeah. it, frame all of them. Like, no one's yeah. innocent. Yeah. Everybody, I need you to touch this gun. No reason. Everybody <laughs> come touch this. Oh my god. We found some fingerprints on the gun. Who's all of them? Everyone. All fingerprints. <laughs> so so Dex and Dan show up to the nose, who knows what the nose knows. Uh, and he uses his big nose to smell out Gen X, which smells like a perfume, uh, and realizes that it's highly addictive. That's going to ruin all of the brands because of the addictive qualities of non-brand. Which I, I, this yeah. says a lot about how the brands don't understand themselves, I think, because what the fuck? <laughs> like, as I realize that now, too, actually, yeah. there's a, they, they did an unintentional thing here. Uh, they're yeah. trying to show how evil brands are, uh, like brand X is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, oh, you need to trust non generic brands because, like, generic brands, they'll put drugs in your food to addict you, except. That's we what they're that, doing, though. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. I was going to say, except that we know that w- what was Brand X's smell thing again? Oh, it was Sunshine Goodness's essence because all of the actual brands do that. <laughs> yes. It, it, it was really good. Just like, oh, no, they're going to hook children with uh, drugs. And I think it was Alien. I think, I think you in the middle, you were just like, 
oh, you mean like they're going to lure the children in with characters and advertisements <laughs> that appeal to them yeah. and then get and, them long-term loyal? put a bunch loyal? of sugar and corn huh. syrup in there? Yeah, and, a bunch wow, of caffeine, that'd be weird. random stuff. Should, yeah, could, no one does that. Uh, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Who would do that? Yeah, it's Strange. Why would we... I mean, oh, there's no man. reason for us to have an anthropomorphic cat girl as our mascot, besides the fact that that well, it doesn't the appeal is, to children. No, it, no, no, but no. it appeals to the anime audience, so we need to get the anime audience. And, yeah. uh, also, uh, she's only a cat girl sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they, she's yeah. a cat girl in person, but they, like, remove the ears for her product shoots, I guess, which... Seems even stranger. <laughs> I think they just used a model that didn't have the ears and forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I think that's all it was. They just oh, literally sure. didn't remember if it had ears or not. Her second it has, life portrait it has didn't have ears. implications for the actual, like, film, though. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of things that they didn't think through for the implications. Oh, man. So we go back to the Casa Blanc... Sorry, Casa Banana... Uh... Mm-hmm. Club, right? So that we can get another California Raisins dance number. Very important. And then the Nazi Mosquito Stormtroopers show up <laughs> outside. <laughs> Fuck. From, from Brand X. Uh, and they break into the club and demand that they all sing the Brand X theme. Where it's, which is just, I love Brand. Brand is great. It's just like, yeah, just like Brand X, simple and, simple and good. Brand X, you gotta love it. Baby, give it up for Brand X. It's nothing, yeah. a woo. Yeah. <laughs> Brand X, simple and good. Brand X, simple and good. And they're doing like these like, X. Yeah, they're doing X, like the like... Generation X suck it thing from like WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> they are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm getting some, some mixed messages, to be fair. It's weird. But so then they, they, sing the song and tell them to get the fuck out of their club, which they do <laughs> for some reason. And then they come back with an even bigger army and the 30 to 45 minute fucking war scene starts. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I, I want to mention though, that inside of the Copa banana, yeah. when you said that it was like the Casablanca club, that's not a joke. I, I thought that I was making yeah. a joke, but he, they keep referencing Casablanca to a point where I'm like, oh, oh no, they they meant that. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. They have the... To show how much they've coded these villains, the generic brands, as Nazis, they have them come in and sing their brand song, but then the heroes come in and they play their own brand mascot song but drown out the Nazis until the Nazis quiet up and have yeah, to that's be what it was. quiet. Yeah. Like they, they do the full, like the, the scene in Casablanca that's super famous because it is actual people that are like, that fled from France singing the French, na- the French national anthem, like the yeah. actors themselves, like it's filmed during the war and they don't know if they can ever go home. So it's like this huge emotional moment that like the actors aren't even really acting that's what they decided to reenact for their food fight brand movie. <laughs> right. But Holy shit. It's there there's that. Yes, and it makes no <sighs> fucking sense. But at the same time, the next scene is just our our brand X lady in her X-Men costume 
lifting up her leg as a bunch of drones fly out between her like fucking legs like it's like almost like a shot from god was this part of like pink floyd's the wall i think had like a similar kinda, shot yeah, to the, yeah. Where there was like mm-hmm. yeah a lady raising her leg and like trying to do like a seductive angle as like war fighters fly past in the distance it's like this it's whole art. thing about the seduction of war and yeah. like the what it yeah no, like, like this, this movie is an art piece is what we need to understand this is this is their magnum opus they were like how yeah. much good art can we co-opt for brands <laughs> before we're done here <laughs> no we don't have any original ideas but we'll steal yours for brand and then yeah. we'll turn it into a generic i mean uh, a branded product a branded product <laughs> yeah fucking a it it's incredibly offensive how much they do that. <laughs> like, wow. honestly, I'm the the whole Casablanca thing. It's like, God, that is, it's pretty offensive, honestly. And the, it, it so yeah, the general, I just want to mention like General X here again a minute for like, because it's Jerry Stiller as yeah. quite literally a lizard faced Nazi guy. Like they make him a reptile lizard a, person. And a pervert. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say, what? But Ty nailed the voice earlier. Was, oh, yeah. I can't even do it. I can't do it. Ty did a better job of it. But, Hello, uh, I'm here to do but... pervert things and be a little <laughs> yes, Nazi yes. pervert man. It's yes. me. Yes. And, and when they <laughs> they go far enough that at the end, when he has his death scene, although I mean, like they don't kill him, but like when he's exiting the film and being defeated, he goes, oh, "I think I wet myself." And I like it. It feels rather nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, yes. Oh, <laughs> I am God. a man who enjoys pissing on myself. <laughs> oh, I sure do yeah, love great. <laughs> Fucking great. <sighs> they literally get, make a piss Nazi. Because <laughs> the villain. Right. But, okay, <laughs> they do. They do make a piss Nazi. But they also drop biological weapons on these food mascots and then kill the fucking kid cuisine banquet. Yeah, they, the implication is that Brandon <laughs> has found some kind of substance that uh, is the opposite of a preservative, which is good. And you should want those and you should want to eat as many preservatives as you can. But this is a... Uh, I don't even think they like give a name for it because they realize no. like you can't like postservative isn't anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, they, they they call it a it's a postservative instead of a pre like a preservative. Yeah, that's that's as far as they got. Yeah, so it as just makes them it, it makes the brands expire, aka it it kills them, but only temporarily, so we can bring the back, brands back at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize, I thought the uh, Penguin Kid Cuisine knockoff mascot was a real mascot for a long time until they actually killed it off. And I was like, oh, never mind, no brand would allow that, never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I understand now. I they, they drop fucking biological weapons on, like, Mr. Clean. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This sounds uh-huh. like a joke, but it's not. That's just no. the movie. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's the thing. So, so... They, they then talk our weasel friend, uh, cheesy what the f- cheesy T weasel weasel. I hate that fucking name. I hate this weasel so much. It's just uncomfortable to look at. <laughs> but he he breaks into the, the T is for terrifying. <laughs> yeah, he breaks into the complex where Gen X, or not Gen X, Brand X, 
is located and shuts off their security system by knocking down a pole and killing one of their generals at the same time. Well, it's not about knocking out the security system. It's about something way dumber. Is it? Uh, it was. Yes. Yeah, because this is when they had they put a bunch of like four like balls of foil and folded them into different shapes and put them on mm-hmm. top of all the buildings except for Brand X's building. And oh. the idea was Cheeseldy Weasel was going to knock down the power line which would start a storm in a lightning storm inside of the theoretical space inside of the supermarket and then every place would be uh hit or only brand x would be hit by the lightning because all the rest of them had lightning rods which means they don't attract the lightning as we all know <laughs> what correct yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Again, I have this exactly. Yes. It's way stupider than you thought. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. I also want to point out the way that Cheezle T. Weasel infiltrated all of this, which, by the way, infiltrating all of this was a street. He goes onto a street and cuts down a power pole on the street. But the way With that the he infiltrates from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. Yes, but the way yeah. that he infiltrates this is. They are talking about, and they're like, oh, somebody could go through the sewers. And then Cheezle T. Weasel pops out of the sewers, slick as usual. And then they go, hey, go back through the sewers. And he goes, sure, I love it in there. That's my home. And he I'm jumps covered in, in shit. I love it. <laughs> well, that was yeah. the thing, is they yeah. animated the shit. He jumps into the sewer, and they have a big spew of brown flush out after him. They actually Jeez. do that. That's not they a do, joke. Yeah. That's the thing they do. So... So after the building got struck by lightning, which carved a wedge into it, by the way, (laughs) I guess that's how lightning works. Uh, Then Dex breaks into the building to go save Sunshine Goodness by killing our weird pervert Nazi. Uh, And for the record, if it seems like we're skipping a lot or like there's no way this film jumps from here to there as fast as it does, does, it's because in the background... There's 30 minutes of just generic, <laughs> bad animated uh, fight war, including the most copy-paste I have ever seen in an animated film. Oh, like, man. far and away the most egregious copy-paste to fill time. And, uh, yeah, so, like, this whole sequence is taking, like, 30 minutes, and it's, like, one minute, if that, of actual, like, progress to the story. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes of Mr. Clean standing in the middle of the street going, my god, the humanity! It's <laughs> like the the liquid from the Kool-Aid man is draining out between his hands. <laughs> oh no! This one time! Oh no! Yeah, Stay with the, me, buddy! And the Tootsie Pop Owl is like limping down the street behind him. <laughs> it only took one bullet to give to my center home! <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you beat me to it! <laughs> How many oh. knives to get to the center of the Tootsie Roll Owl? <laughs> oh Just <God>. one! <laughs> okay, okay. They, but they, they have, like, the weird Nazis climbing up, like, the building. Yeah. Like, trying to scale with grappling hooks. But they want to have it as a huge battle scene, like, as examples. And so yeah. they show, you know, five of them all doing the exact same animation at the same time. And then scaling the building at the exact same rate. Like, it, it's just copy-paste everything throughout this entire sequence. They have, like, a pie catapult, and then they just start spawning pies into the scene. Like, they don't show them coming off the catapults. They, they just, just spawn. Have, yeah. They just spawn in. Because 
they also copy paste the explosion reactions to the things that are happening. Like the whole thing is just it's, oh, there's a lot did, of re- yeah. We did forget to mention Alien's favorite scene at this point, the one that they played the exact same footage. Yes, I was going to mention. There's a a lot of them using the same footage over and over again, too, at later points in the film, hoping that you forgot. I made a guess early on that they showed (laughs) the supermarket closing, and then they show a single car backing out, hitting a shopping cart, and then leaving, which they then do like four or five different times. Like literally the identical animation (laughs) of one car in the parking lot backing out to the right, bumping into a cart and driving straight off. Like verbatim. It's again, in a good movie, this would be a comedy bit. (laughs) Like this, The first time that I saw it, I was like, oh, they're going to use that every time, aren't they? And they sure (laughs) fucking did. did. So, (laughs) So Dex saves Sunshine Goodness, who has now been... Tattooed with an X on her neck. Fucking A. Uh, and then he finds out, like, oh, Brand X is just. Oh my your, god, it just hit smell. me with the tattoo on the neck. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. no, yeah, it's bad. Holy shit. How it's did I not see that together? Oh my god. I didn't see that, but that's. Yeah, oh boy. The tattoo yeah. with an X on her neck, which. No, it's awful. Oh. <laughs> literal, literal branding. But they. Yeah, they, um, they fucking. They used her essence, her smell, from her detergent body to, to be the addictive quality for brand yeah, X. Yeah, nothing, nothing quite drives the children wild like the smell of raisins? Yes, <laughs> I guess. Raisin, raisin I detergent. Guess. Raisin yes. detergent? I fucking love my raisin smelling clothes. So I think what it is, I think what it is is... <laughs> She is the raisins. It's Lady X who is the detergent one explicitly. Oh, Which, is by that the way, it? Yeah, I think we yeah, forgot Lady to X mention yeah. who voices Lady X, the the evil seductress, because it's Eva Longoria. Which is, <laughs> yeah, this is like Eva Longoria when she was like expensive, expensive. If I remember right, this was like Desperate Housewives era Eva Longoria. Is, yeah. So yes, yes, yeah. No, yeah. this the the sixty five million dollar budget did go somewhere. It. Mostly, it seems like it went to at voice actors. <laughs> yeah. But, so, the building that's been struck by lightning that has a wedge cut out of it from the top. <laughs> uh, the top part starts to fall. And by fall, I mean hang in midair. <laughs> unattached the, by anything, yes. Turning on a fulcrum. <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as it slowly falls. And then our uh, daredevil, Dan... Saves them by doing the loop de loop to get there faster. Yes, the only the only way that up, he can yeah. get there fast enough is by going from the spot where he is directly below them and loop de looping around to the spot directly below them <laughs> to the same spot. Yeah, <laughs> the, the fastest way to do uh, anything, as people know, is the loop de loop. And then do you they think land- they they did oh, the whole man. he can't do a loop de loop thing, and then later on realized. Oh, right. Loop-de-loop is, like, useless as an actual maneuver. It's just for stunts. I guess it's fair they didn't want to be like, he's going for another Immelman turn. (laughs) I mean, I I suspect because they didn't understand the difference between live action and animation, they also didn't understand anything about planes or flying. Oh, fair, fair. I think they're just very not good. Early on, they had the problem of introducing Chekhov's loop-de-loop, and they needed to bring it back. Yeah, well, they could have just dropped it. I already forgot. 
<laughs> I oh, didn't yeah, care. yeah, no, there, there was no reason for them to bring it back. Oh my god. So then we get the worst kung fu fight of all time. Where Sunshine Goodness oh, right. and Brand X woman fight on the street and she's lifting her melons and throwing them. And Particularly like... it's because Dex Dog Detective is being attacked by Lady X and refuses to uh, hit a woman oh, ever. Yeah. To, like, even as she is holding like lethal things over his head and going like, I do fully intend to murder you, Dex Dog Detective. And he's yeah. just like, can't hit a lady. Well, <laughs> Which... well, he says he can't hit a lady. And then she says, size counts only for men. Oh, right. I forgot. Yes. Did we forget to mention that Clipboard Man is a robot? <laughs> oh, we did. Yeah. Clipboard Man yeah. showed up and he's a robot with her So Clipboard it. Man somehow invades the world of the brand icons and is just like yeah. a giant man in the middle of the streets, which represent the aisles, but aren't the aisles, but he's right. there. And who's the caveman? <laughs> like, you you say stream in the ice and you're out there and... <laughs> You say streets, but I want to point out for a moment when that Boyks noticed that there's a point in the distance where they just kind of stopped rendering streets. Yeah. They just didn't want to. Like when you see yeah, a shot of done. the whole city, it goes for about two thirds of the screen. And then all of a sudden it's just void because they didn't bother to do the rest of it. Yeah. Like, like ah, fuck this it. isn't it's a case good. of like they stopped making the city. And then after that line, it's like regular texture. It's just, there is no texture. There's, there's just nothing. Yeah. I, I feel like what was it toy soldiers is that the movie i'm thinking of or small soldiers small soldiers mm -hmm. when did that come out because that made this idea so much better 98 98 yeah, like i was saying like the, the models are just floating in a void like there's just a textureless area yeah. and then there's still buildings there but they're just yeah they they're just hovering <laughs> So yeah, yeah. But giant Mr. Clipboard Man uh, is roaming around trying to cause problems, and I literally cannot remember how he is defeated, but he at some point falls over, and Lady X comes out and goes, it was, oh, it was a robot the whole time. I remember. I remember. Yes, yeah. please, get, thank you. He he get, he get, because we just did this, we literally just did this, he gets fucking at-added. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, they get they get a bunch of uh, oh like, right, Listerine yeah, branded yeah. Uh, tooth floss or whatever, and wrap it around his legs and add at him. <laughs> yes, great. How many movies are we gonna watch in a row where a man gets at added? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, I, good question. So, I, it's been a lot. <laughs> so then, Sunshine Goodness and Brand X Lady, uh, Kung Fu fight kind of not really it's more like their their fist stop in front of the model like they could they could actually hit the they could hit each other <laughs> i just realized there was there is one sequence that is so jarring that i want to step yeah. back to it and oh, talk God, about yeah. it because it takes mm -hmm. roughly 15 seconds and is mm -hmm. utterly baffling after they've uh done the whole lightning plan and brand x building is cracked open and all that mm -hmm. dex dog detective explains because the part of this plan is i'm gonna go in and break their entire poison supply right so that like they can no longer kill the brands so he goes in the building throws his grappling hook around a tank and just gently pulls on it and it just explodes the whole tank across the entire factory and then it cuts from that and then he's just upstairs with 
Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they, and it's just they like, resolved yeah, it's fine. it. Yeah, yeah. He We're just resolved it. They're like, oh no, the deadly poison. How will we handle it? And he's just like, crack, done. All right, next yeah. scene. But <laughs> so, what's even better about that is that the net, like you were saying, he cracks the thing, and then it shows him grapple hook again, and then he's inside the building. He he grapple hooks the outside of the building, and then just immediately shows him inside in the yeah. middle of the room talking to them well, while she's tied up. And what's really cool about that is that it is a reused scene from earlier where he grapple hooked up with kitchen utensils before that. It is. And so it's not even the right time of day because it's just a different <laughs> scene. They just copy paste it. I bet that was part of the lost footage <sighs> where they where he was going to go in the building and fight people. They probably lost it and then just whatever. Who cares? Probably. Who knows? But So anyways... Uh, we find out that Brand X girl, who is an X-Men character that has an X-Men suit that says X with the circle of the X-Men on it, uh, is actually a detergent that got recalled. But she went to Mexico and got plastic surgery well, and came she back. Was, she was a She's genetically a modified prune brand, is what yes. it was. Oh, and it was a like prune an brand. old lady. Yeah, because that's, mm-hmm. that's right. what the reveal is, is why she was so mad is... Because her genetically yeah. modified giant prunes with her old lady face logo on it was right next to the Raisin Brand logo of Sunshine Goodness. Right. So she like was hyper envious of her for being a more successful brand, I guess, and uh, decided to cook up this whole plan. What sure. we're saying is we can just chalk up an extra thing to all of the phobias that this movie has and put fat phobic there too. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. this movie yeah. sucks on a lot of levels. But they, they defeat her, she turns into a grandma, uh, and then gets shamed away to the clearance aisle, I guess, again. Uh, and then at the end, we just have Dex and Sunshine Goodness getting married with their four-carat ring, which is four carats, not not the gem, carats. That's like they, a half-decent joke if they actually showed it, but I couldn't actually see what it fucking was. Yeah, the they showed it a lot at the beginning of the film when mm-hmm. he was showing Daredevil Dan the box and was like, hey, do you think it's enough? And Daredevil was like, four carrots, you sprung for it. But with like, yeah, it's not super yeah. well sold. Like most no. of the jokes in this film, they're bad jokes that also are sold poorly. <laughs> and, and you know what happens? The scene just fucking ends. <laughs> Mid-scene. Yeah. just cuts then mm-hmm. we're done well first they have a moment of like they throw a glass with milk on the ground and they break it in a very you know jewish yeah. wedding kind of yes. tradition oh because and then jewish. they cut to the yeah. outside and someone goes i didn't know dex dog detective was jewish and everyone's like what the and i'm like i don't even know what this joke is what I don't does this know. even mean what was I supposed to think he was Protestant up till now? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, Dex Dog Detective is Catholic. I've seen him doing Hail he Marys like three times he, in the he film. He doesn't do anything religious at all in the movie, but he's Jewish, so we need to point out. What the fuck does that even mean? It's nothing to do with anything. Speaking of like the what does this even mean, Dex Dog Detective has a lot of one liners. That are brand yeah. slogans, but that don't match any brands. He yeah. just like randomly say like the secrets inside. The secrets or... inside is what he uses the most, and it's like out of it, nowhere, yeah. there's no establishing scene of his brand slogan yeah. is the secrets inside. What is he even a brand mascot for? 
Or when the he jumps off of a building, grabbing it. the, like, I think yeah. he grabs the stinky cheese man while he does it, and he yells out, let's get the strawberry jam out of here, which doesn't even make sense. Like, there's so many little one-liners that are, they vaguely ah. reference food or sound like a slogan, but make zero sense uh, in context. He, he is canonically a cereal mascot. And he's Jewish. Sure. Those are both canonical things about desktop today. I guess. God, I just want to mention um, that I I feel like the last three people that are like, I didn't know he's Jewish, are the stereotypically Italian, oh, forget about it, moose, and like, tofu man. Kung yeah. Tofu man. Yeah, like, yeah. the most racially and, and, stereotyped And the Jewish stereotype. Nose, nose, yeah, yeah. The gigantic Ooh. nose, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I did, I did forget to mention that when he beat Lady X, he says, "Frankly, my dear, I don't give a spam because everything's Casablanca in this movie." Yes, yeah, that was the other yeah. big Casablanca but like, reference. I guess that's the film, though, right? We're done. The movie doesn't give a shit; it just ends, right? <laughs> <laughs> they they had to fit that forty-five minutes of fucking war in. They couldn't fit. $65 million well spent. <laughs> Jesus. I have... So we've seen a lot of this. movies, and I think that this might be the most visually upsetting that I've ever seen a movie. Yeah. It, everything in it is animated. Like, we didn't even get into the weird chip captain guy that you think might have been ca Captain Crunch stand-in. I think that's what they were trying to do. was Potato yeah. Chip Man, and I... For the longest time, I didn't know that he was a potato. Thank you, Ty, for pointing that out. Because yeah, I was really was worried about like the, the French fry captain. Yeah, it looked like just a horrifying skin texture. And then they later have another character, like what the lady, the big lady uh, mm -hmm. from the like generic brand. And mm -hmm. she has a weird skin texture, but it's just because her skin is bad, I think. Yeah, no, and, it's different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, that, uh, that, by the way, is brand X lunch lady, who is... Cloris Leachman. Great. <laughs> oh, so yeah. uh, in 2020, uh, Esquire's Tom Nicholson wrote that the film was the room rendered in horribly sharp po polygons and that it was, and I quote, easily the most horrifically ugly, confusing, and unsettling animated film ever made. And I really agree. Like, I yeah. can't think of an uglier film than this Food movie, Fight. Like, this movie's ugly, and it's just a lot of noise. And it's also, like, not yeah. internally consistent in how no. it's ugly in a lot of ways, so it's not, like, a style or an aesthetic choice. Like, a lot of people might incorrectly think the Super Mario Bros. movie is ugly, for example, because it's got, like, a lot of, like... You know, like 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 dark kind of punk imagery mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and a lot of like bio stuff with uh, some of the trust the fungus whole bit. But like, you know, there's a, there's a consistency to all of it. Like, it's clearly mm. creating a setting and an atmosphere. And Food Fight just never does that. Food Fight is maybe the least consistent film I've ever seen. On top of being the most ugly, like, yeah, I've yes. never seen a plot just jump around from scene to scene with no logic as to what's going on. They made a movie with Mrs. Buttersworth throwing pancakes like ninja stars, and I don't give a shit. How did they yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah, they made it the least. They made a scene like that just have the least energy possible. And yeah. like Ty is saying, it it's weird to me that they managed to get it to be so visually inconsistent. 
while also constantly reusing animation and actual shots. Yeah. And yet somehow it still ends up being less consistent. The, this movie has problems with lighting, depth of field, location, timing, <laughs> every size. Yeah, models. Everything. Models. Like, I mentioned yeah. it really early on that one of the nice things about using like 3D models in this kind of setting is it's very easy to keep the models consistent between mm -hmm. shots if you're just mm -hmm. using the same model for everything. And like Dex Dog Detective has no issues with this throughout the whole film. And then you hit some other characters and it's just like, how did you manage to incorrectly distort this? And obviously like Cheezle T Weasel is a holdover from when it was supposed to be Looney Tunes Looney style. Tunes, but then yeah. other characters, it's just even more baffling. It, Yeah. I do want to mention one quick thing at the end about Dex Dog Detective's model, which I thought was really funny, which is when, for some reason, Sunshine Goodness reaches up and goes, I need to see what's under that hat. And she, because he's always in like, um, like kind of bomber jacket and like a fedora. Mm -hmm. And even when he goes into his like drunken, oh, I'm, I'm sad boy now, which is apparently a tuxedo outfit, he still has the same hat. It's just white now, like it's different yeah. color shading. But so she reaches up and grabs his hat and pulls it off, and there's just another hat underneath because they didn't actually have they, a model that didn't. They didn't have the model hat. without the hat. <laughs> so yeah, they just no. they they just leave it there, and it's like, uh, okay, what was the point of that besides showing that your shitty model hasn't changed? Is there anything more embarrassing than making an embarrassing movie and then making embarrassing outtakes at the end of it? Like, <sighs> holy moly! Yeah, doing the fake outtake thing is icing on the cake. Uh, it's the chocolate frosting from Daredevil Day. Don't, can you stop talking about Wayne Brady's frosting for a moment? <laughs> Jesus. Didn't this, someone say, I want a chocolate froster at some point? Didn't um, he at some point basically Yeah, as he was flying over in his plane over a character that was supposed to be Little Debbie, but they, they removed their character, but not their product <laughs> from the film. Uh... He said that he wanted to give her his chocolate frosting. Yes. Mm -hmm. it, this film is weirdly inappropriate in, like, just... It, like, there's a thing of having, you know, like, jokes for the adults in a kid's movie. Yeah. But this is, like, there's more of that than the kid's movie stuff. So it's, like, weirdly sexually inappropriate, dripping with Nazi overtones. Like, I don't... What child is this film for? <laughs> I feel like Sausage Party is probably more subtle than this film. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It yeah. has to be. It yeah. has to be. Yeah. I... You know what kids love? Casablanca. <laughs> Casablanca, <laughs> the Nazis. Kids love brand. Oh, uh, every time I see that raisin brand, I just want to go nuts. You know what? <laughs> I just got a jacket. I think the California raisins were too good for this film, and that is that is, that is damning. Congratulations to the California raisins for receiving the Boyks Too Good for Food Fight Award. Yeah, what the fuck? How does that happen? But we've seen some really visually upsetting movies and some really bad, like, direct-to-video garbage and, like, yeah. director-led projects that were funded through scams, basically, like, for example, Love on a Leash. Mm -hmm. This is 
probably the most visually upsetting, least visually consistent, like mm-hmm. ugliest, nastiest movie we've ever watched, right? And that is still stunning to me after 70 some movies <laughs> that this thing I think has finally topped them all. The thing yep. too is, is like, since uh, they had lost all the footage and recreated it in a rush using mocap, like bad animation can at least be funny and charming, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get like Collins Bear animation, mm-hmm. classic video, super funny. No one would say it's well animated, but it's so funny because it's just like this weird clunkiness and it's very charming. Having all this like mocap data just slapped lazily on top of models with like no adjustment is they managed to make an animated film with zero animation charm whatsoever mm -hmm. i would rather watch the amazing bulk because at least the animation is awful yeah like in a way that's entertaining it's it's so bad yeah this is this is like middle of the road bad because of what they did and it's still upsetting (laughs) i don't know i don't know um this is a movie I would not suggest watching at all or getting your friends to watch as a joke because there's nothing there to enjoy. Yeah, if you want, uh, yeah. I, I might recommend the drinking game of uh, if you see uh, Mr. Clean or a Mr. Clean logo on screen, take a drink. And that, I said take a shot. but Yeah, for boys to take a shot, which, hey, die, if you don't but... want to remember Food Fight, <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. this whole movie i i want to be done with it let's go let's go yeah, let's, rating. Yeah, let's go yeah. rate the only dog in this film dex dog detective I'll, I'll let ilion start how would you rate dex dog detective i feel like i would normally try and rate charlie sheen on a uh scale with chevy chase but unfortunately or fortunately he's less creepy perv despite the fact this movie is full of creepy perverts we actually have charlie sheen just kind of doing nothing i don't know how to describe this character other than it feels like he's a cardboard cutout like he's in central to the plot but there's kind of nothing there he's just empty right like this is so so you would rate dex dog detective an empty void of a shell of a character out of 10 this is the liminal space of a of a brand mascot dog is what this is. This okay. isn't a dog. This is like the idea of what a brand mascot dog is. Uh, all right, Ty, how this would you a rate... brand manager's dark like mind space is what I, this is. I mean, I how would you rate Dex Dog Detective? Like, I think he's a bad dog. Like, regardless of <laughs> yes, uh, you know, is that like I think this is the case of like a bad. He has no dog-like traits whatsoever. Like, there's literally a single scene of him being able to smell something and be like, "Huh? Did that they? smells like oh, yeah, that's, right. that smells like my old wife." Oh well, yeah. <laughs> and then like yeah, just completely gives up on that line. And other than that, he's just not a dog. Like, you could just have a weird guy in a trench coat and that, and have him be Detective O's, and it would be identical. The, him being mm-hmm. a dog has no relevance. So, not yeah. a dog out of ten. I'm going to say not a dog out of 10. This is a guy in a dog suit. Yeah. I'm going to rate Dex Detective as we didn't, or we couldn't legally get McGruff the crime dog out of 10. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like you said, like there's the take a bite out of crime. There's stuff that makes, uh, 
McGruff like an actual dog. But yeah, yeah. that is the best way to explain they, this is that he's not a dog. They, they couldn't even get dog the dog police him. music video out of Ted. No. <laughs> They couldn't. Like, they couldn't Jesus. do anything to make him a dog at all. He doesn't no. like get a pet. He doesn't sniff things. He doesn't like eat a. They don't even have him like eat a bone or something. Like there's nothing. nothing. He there's eats just... raisins, I guess. Right. Which are think, wait, if wait, you think about it, hold on. Raisins, raisins are poisonous to dogs, right? Raisins, raisins are poisonous to dogs. They're also technically the flesh of our Lord and Savior, Sunshine Goodness. So not only does he, he eat. Yeah, there's always that the weird flesh. conflation of the brands being the thing they are, but also they're just the icon of it. So, yes. yeah, it's they're... like the Holy Trinity for every <laughs> single brand. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense because he's Jewish. <laughs> I do love when he lifts up Kid Cuisine Polar Penguin Man because he died and they're like, Oh, and like yeah. there's like this holy light yeah. that comes down on it. His name like, oh, was no. Robert Paulson. His yes. name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> they do a whole thing with uh, that. There's so much weird shit in this, but it is also, I mean, we're talking about some of the good weird moments in this movie, but this movie is also one of the most boring that we've ever watched. There is real boring. Yeah. So little to talk about in this film will also be in so much to talk about in this film. Like Mo- the plot the summary ma- on Wikipedia is like five sentences total. And honestly, it's probably overwritten. Like mm-hmm. you probably yes. could get it in like two sentences. It- it's brutal. Absolutely. Yeah. This was a, a hard watch. This movie is, all of the stuff to talk about is visual because it is a visual nightmare, but like the plot is just non-existent. Like the characters hardly talk. I feel like Charlie Sheen as the main character probably could have knocked out his entire lines in an afternoon. And it sounds like he did. Honestly, Sounds like he did. Yeah. There's also random moments of characters having clearly lower quality mics and not being in a recording mm-hmm, studio mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. And sometimes it's the same character will clearly have studio record like the moose early on like clearly has studio quality recording and then switches to just like webcam mic halfway through it no you can't yeah you can just hear a fan and a buzz it's really odd hi everyone so uh yeah we're uh here recording rough cuts absolutely in the middle of the fucking recording god damn it uh, well, anyway, I think we're good. I think we're done with Food Fight. I'm so, yeah. so done uh, with this thank, movie. Thank you so much for being here, Ty. Uh, yeah, Ty no Tuesday. problem. I love movies. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, well, okay. Is there, is there anything you want to plug while you're here, No, nah, I'm, I'm over at twitch.tv slash Ty Tuesday. I stream, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. If you go there, I'm probably live. <laughs> That's it. Cool. I wanted to uh, say how much I appreciated that Ty came on for this. Thank you very much, Ty. Because normally we try and save the ones that we think are real shit for, like, just Boyks and myself. But I was like, I know, Ty can handle Food Fighter. Again, great closure for me because this was years ago at this point. The Mm -hmm. only time I've seen, quote-unquote, Food Fight before is there was a group that they streamed the visuals of Food Fight with the audio of Birdemic. And then a year later, the visuals of Birdemic with the audio of Food Fight. So I now get to see the whole package. I guess I should watch Birdemic after this at some point. I guess you might as well complete it, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Finish the dark ritual. (laughs) 
Well, you know what dark ritual I'm going to be doing? I'm going to go pray to the Lord and Savior of our soul, Quick Kid Cuisine Penguin, after this. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. All right, we'll Uh, see you next week, everybody. I could just kill you. That would be lots of fun. More fun than a spanking. Wait, wait. 